0: sometimes he was altogether doubtful and thought god had deserted the world he regretted the fate that had not let him live in a simpler and sweeter time when at the beckoning of some strange cloud in the sky men left their lands and houses and went forth into the wilderness to create new races While he worked night and day to make his farms more productive and to extend his holdings of land, he regretted that he could not use his own restless energy in the building of temples, the slaying of unbelievers, and in general, in the work of glorifying God's name on earth. This is what Jesse hungered for, and then also he hungered for something else. He had grown into maturity in America in the years after the Civil War, and he, like all men of his time had been touched by the deep influences that were at work in the country during those years when modern industrialism was being born. He began by buying machines that would permit him to do the work of the farms while employing fewer men, and he sometimes thought that if he were a younger man, he would have given up farming altogether and started a factory in Weinsburg for the making of machinery. Jesse formed the habit of reading newspapers and magazines. He invented a machine for the making of fence out of wire, Faintly, he realized that the atmosphere of old times and places that he had always cultivated in his own mind was strange and foreign to the thing that was growing up in the minds of others. The beginning of the most materialistic age in the history of the world, when wars would be fought without patriotism, when men would forget God and only pay attention to moral standards when the will to power would replace the will to serve and beauty would be well-nigh forgotten in the terrible headlong rush of mankind toward the acquiring of possessions, was telling its story to Jesse, the man of God, as it was to the men about him. The greedy thing in him wanted to make money faster than it could be made by telling the land. More than once he went into Winesburg to talk with his son-in-law John Hardy about it. "'You are a banker, and you'll have choices I never had.' he said, and his eyes shone. I'm thinking about it all the time. Big things are going to be done in the country, and there will be more money to be made than I ever dreamed of. You get into it. I wish I were younger and had your chance. Jesse Bentley walked up and down the bank office and grew more and more excited as he talked. At one time in his life, he had been threatened with paralysis, and his left side remained somewhat weakened. As he talked, his left eyelid twitched. Later, when he drove back home and when night was come on and the stars came out, it was harder to get back the old feeling of a close and personal God who lived in the sky overhead and who might, at any moment, reach out his hand, touch him on the shoulder, and appoint him some heroic task to be done. Jesse's mind was fixed upon the things read in newspapers and magazines, on fortunes to be made almost without effort by shrewd men who bought and sold. For him, the coming of the boy David did much to bring back, with renewed force, the old faith, and it seemed to him that God had at last looked with favor upon him.